Um, oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, should we begin? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, would you like to introduce yourself? Yep. Um, well, I am Matt Cornell's dear friend, Caitlin. <laughs> um, Caitlin Comerford, which is my, my most recent name. And it used to be Caitlin McKenzie. And it was that for 27 or something like that years. And then I've been Caitlin Comerford for one year and a bit. Um, and that's, that's pretty cool. Mm. And um, right now, I'm Caitlin Comerford, the artistic director of Stompin' Youth Dance Company. Um, but I'm, and I'm living in Launceston for that reason, in Tasmania, very recently, as of August of 2016. Um, but before that, and probably what I feel more comfortable with or more familiar with is being um, an independent dance practitioner based in Brisbane, Queensland. <laughs> And have you worked out the, the different feeling between what's familiar and what's desired? Or do you just know that one is definitely more familiar and you don't know which one is more desired? Mm. I think, yeah, I think it's d definitely a case of the grass is greener. Yeah. Um, when you, we were talking about this before, when there's, when you don't have a label and you don't have a title and you're just constantly working to create what you are and convince yourself that that is what you are, um, that's half the battle, I think. Um, but then once you do have a title and you have a job and you're doing it, um, and nobody, you don't need to prove to anybody that, that that's where you are because you've got a business card and it's got it on there, um, you, you suddenly realise potentially the value that you were contributing to your community in by not having that title um, and, and of course all of the things that you miss out on and that you can't do anymore because you don't have the freedom to make your own choices you have to work within the structure that you that you know is the role that you are now doing mm. yeah do you think there's a business card that I could print up for myself oh yeah 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 that would service both things Um, well, it would depend on you <laughs> and how much you believe in what you think. <laughs> yeah, because there's some kind of external validation that comes from being appointed. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, in my, in my case, yeah. definitely. I think that's what I see all the time. Yeah. I, yeah. Perhaps if I don't have that, I have friends that appoint me to certain things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it's so much easier for us to see other people um, maybe that do or don't have labels and see their worth and see, you know, and, and to count them as valid. Mm. But for, our, for us to do it for our own self is often really impossible. Um, I think, yeah, probably making this transition into this new job um, has made me really value my community even more and, and to, and possibly I'm a little bit biased, but to really sort of value my husband um, and his, that what, what he offers to, to, his, to his work 
as an independent or a freelance artist who you know works with companies but also does you know he's he's working on his own interests all of the time he he can come and go into these different projects and I, I think what he's offering is so much more rich and um, textured and diverse because you know like you he does lots of different stuff rather than just going into a place and just doing this well not the same thing of course you're working on lots of lots of different things at the same time but perhaps within the one community with the same people quite regularly it's, it's just a really different thing um, So that's the what, and then usually I move on to the how. We <laughs> usually do that. We don't have to, but I am interested in how you... How you're thinking about what you're doing and how you're navigating this dichotomy and... Yeah, well, I think a lot of the time there's not much of that. You just do it. <laughs> just walk. Uh, <laughs> and then stuff happens. Yeah. yeah, I think for me, the how happens, like I've got to do it, and then I'll... Reflect. I'll reflect, there's a train. Can we wave? Hello. Hello. That was great. Um, yeah, so I think, I think sometimes obviously I, like, well, I mean, this is a new job for me, so I, I've seen, people do the job and I've thought about it for myself and thought okay well I want I know there's there's some things that I want to exist that don't or there's things that exist that I want to maintain um, but in terms of how I think yeah I think I have to do it first mm. and then think about it for some time mm. and then try again hmm. Yeah, it's that thing of like allowing yourself to fail and then, yeah, and then allowing that to be the best place to, to grow from or to learn from. I think as a dancer, you, well, I know for me personally, as a dancer, I, I struggle with this idea of letting myself fail for ages because, you know, you just stand in front of a mirror and you just try to get it right and you hope that the people around you think that you're doing it right and give you that reassurance that you are. And so we get further and further away from a place that is actually true to, be, to exploring and playing and being creative. Um, and and I, yeah, that's super scary. That's really, it's not a great place to work from. And I think as soon as you can um, just set a pocket and just go and just just let go of all of those insecurities or, you know, just fears, um, then thing, things usually work out a bit better. But fear is, you know, fear is massive. It's love or fear. And I think really particularly moving to a small town, feel, feeling fear myself, like quite a lot in terms of, um, you know, I'm a new person in this role and it's important that I succeed. Um, you can see that. Um, <laughs> uh, but then also, like, working with young people and their fear is so unbelievably real, but it's just manifested in so many different ways. Um, and they're all, all, all really different 
protection mechanisms and coping mechanisms. So how? <laughs> yeah, how do, you, how do you not deal with or manage but actually uh, draw the value from or somehow use rechristen fear as a strength? Mm, yeah. And something, you know, as also as a yoga teacher that I talk about all the time, but doing it is so very different. <laughs> any, have you had any breakthroughs with it? Have you learned anything about it? Um, I guess I'm asking you for wisdom. Yeah, do you want, oh, um, just here you go. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> have I had any breakthroughs with it? Uh, it's a really slow journey. Um, I, I really, really want to get better at it. <laughs> um, sort of, I guess, reminding yourself to, you know, yeah, that, like you know, we do we do good. It's really easy to just always be self-critical. It's so easy, and to just be like, you could have done better there. That you know. You should, you should have done this, you should have done that. Um, I think sometimes you have to just con- consciously just go, no, you know what, you did a good job. Well done. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, that's, that's, that's a weird thing for me to say because um, like I, don't, I don't even want to say that out loud. Um, but yeah, it's probably important. <laughs> I'm interested in your, um, when you were talking about working with youth and that the, the level of fear is crazily I, tangible mm. um, and real mm. in the way that truth is real even if it's not factually based um, I wonder also about considering working with youth and in, in a studio and in process how you think about what information you're going to deliver at mm. what speed over mm. what time mm. Yeah, that's a big one. I think often I, I, I stop thinking about the actual creative process that I'm in and the, the work that I'm making in order to think about the, the humans in the space with me and what they need at a certain time. Um, for, yeah, I, for me, working with them, it's, not, it's definitely not just about what we make, the product at the end of the show, even though that's massive. And it, and it actually is so huge for them in terms of their self-confidence and like their ability to feel like they're worth something and their, their value. Um, I think, yeah, it just comes down to what is manageable for them. So, you know, there's lots of different bodies in the room and you have to, you have to be sensitive to all of the different needs. Um, and you have to take out your ego of what you want them to learn or even what you want them to know you know um, and just uh, just listen mm. really really listen and you, you always miss something um, but I'm, I'm envisaging anyway right now that I'm with these people for I'm hoping you know a considerable amount of time and therefore I've got an opportunity to to build something with them and to um, shift maybe the way that they feel about themselves or their world um, over a period of time 
whereas you know in in other situations it's kind of been like okay you've got three weeks you've got two weeks so I just want to give everything um or all that I can and I don't maybe that's less helpful maybe that's more helpful I don't know um but in this situation it's kind of like go steady go easy and um yeah be more considerate of of that that human there in front of you and that one over there and that one over there and that one over there um because here in this environment it's quite different to to elsewhere where um like everyone you know like okay we we want to be a dancer you know mm. we're striving to be to be in an industry um even as a young person whereas here people dance because they don't have any other kind of outlet they don't know how they don't know who they are and it's a, a way to find that um and yeah sure some of them will follow a path of, of in the arts or whatever but a lot of them will not a lot of them will not leave Tasmania and um so so Stompen ends up being massive for them and 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 there are people in the community now who haven't left and who are 40ish and Stompen is still the biggest and the most important thing that they ever did with their life and um so that's also something to consider in terms of why they come and how much fun they have when they're there um regardless of how good their tondu is etc <laughs> <laughs> how do you think on a time scale that long it's hard mm. um it's part of the reason why i went for the job i think because um I, you don't as an independent i haven't really thought about things long long term um well it hasn't been something that i've been forced to do <laughs> so um i just sort of said yes to things as they came up and like oh yeah okay i've got that next year so i'll fill the gaps here and there and whatever um but <coughs> the long the long term thinking uh involves some excel spreadsheets and also considers um people that you don't know the, the stuff you don't know heaps what don't I know where how do I how can I find that mm. who, who that. do I need yeah who do I need to know and find and what about um, managing relationships over that long mm, personal ones or professional yeah. ones well they 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 do swap don't they because they start as personal and now you're in a position where you can employ people and then they become professional represent <laughs> um i think sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's hard amen and when it's hard <laughs> you just don't do it as much <laughs> um can you give me a little bit of an insight into when you're in the studio when you're like your creative process um how how you be a creative <laughs> like what do you do you just watch YouTube clips and you're like that's a fully sick move I'm yeah and then I learn that. it yeah. and then I get in the studio I'm like alright five, six, seven, eight. um no no um in the room in the room well in the room I usually I bring in an idea and then I give it Um, yeah, there's an idea, and we bring it in, and sometimes I give it to the people I'm working with, and that's why, anyway, in the past, the people that I'm working with has been important. Um, 
and then and and now um, I guess now when I when I give an idea or when there's an idea presented into the space there's a lot more facilitation that has to go with it um, which sometimes is frustrating creatively um, but then we just well I don't know maybe it's just it's just what it is like you, you do a task and you make some moves and they relate to the task and they and they look really good or they look bad but that doesn't matter and then you, you find tension and you find the idea goes away and then it's completely gone and then you have something else um, and then the work starts to tell you what it is actually about and then that's then you can work with that and sometimes you can't and so then you have to start again um, I think for me I, I work site specifically a lot and um, that's that's because that's where I'm most inspired. For me, working in a studio is one thing, but then when I get to be in the site that I'm perhaps performing in or just in somewhere that's not a studio, things seem to be more electric and more... They have more re realness. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think I'm inspired by the, the world and what could, could happen in it that generally doesn't. So that's, yeah, and I think the dancers here um, have been practicing site-specific dance, which is unusual, I suppose, for a youth dance company for a really long time as well. So um, they're kind of on board with that. And I see them kind of light up when we get to go to the space. Mm. And um, the way that they talk to me and the way that they talk to each other shifts as well. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about what can happen in the world that doesn't usually? Like, you, like... You know when two cars reverse out of a driveway at the same time and then they turn the corner at the same time? I really love that so much. <laughs> um, yeah, we just walk, you know? We're always walking or sitting in a vehicle that's moving um, or we're on a bicycle and we're just going somewhere. Mm. Or maybe sometimes we're sitting and eating. But we're never, like, on the roof. And we're never jumping off the roof in a special order that looks really satisfying. Mm. Unless you're living um, with... Gabe. Unless you live with Gabe, Matt and Robbie. <laughs> and then no, we do dances stuff, in the park. Stuff is lot. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What's your so this is this I imagine this is a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> yes, but everyone works a lot and everyone is very busy and um, yeah. has no time and has it, you know even as an independent it's a lot of work as well. What so what's your biggest hope for all of that effort? <laughs> okay. Um, I, I really hope that the, the, the people that I come in contact with through this mm. um, feel that they've got a rock in their life. I've, I really hope that some people that I come in contact with um, find a pathway through the arts um, that that can sustain them as a person, as a human, um, and can hold them and can carry them through stuff that's hard and difficult and give them mechanisms to deal. Um, and I really hope that um, they, they can touch a wider range of people living in this small, very Australian island um, that, is ha that has a 
an appreciation for the arts, um, for things that are beautiful and that challenge and that touch and that make you feel. Um, I would like to build a, a profile for Stompin that is of you know, value and respect within the Australian dance community, one that produces great dancers that go to uni maybe or maybe just make rad, rad art. Hmm. Um, I hope that I learn a lot about, um, I hope that I learn how to be better. How, how will you know? Oh, I'm, I'm going to know. <laughs> when you're better, you'll yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I'll just call you. <laughs> Do you reckon I'm better? <laughs> and you'll be like, yeah. Yeah, well, I had already sensed that. That I'd call you? No, that... <laughs> I mean, it's a fucked thing to say, but I had already sensed that you were better. Aww. Thanks, Matt. But it's not really something you say. You're like, hey, you're, hey, you're like better. better than <laughs> Never before. before. Yeah, well, we, we want to be better. We're all trying to be a bit better. Yeah, it's a bit of a shitty thing to call out, call someone out on. No, I guess well, not. I don't know. I'll always take it. Oh, you're better. <laughs> I will immediately be like, what do you mean? Yeah. But then I'll be happy after a little bit. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, since moving here, I've had a lot of conversations with, um, like, mountaineers and, like, hikers and trekkers and guides, like, people who guide people up mountains and stuff, um, and much, much less conversation with artists. Mm. You see, you see yourself as a guide? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> um, an, art, an art guide? Yeah, and I, uh, people talk about really different things. Mm. Mm. Yep. <laughs> I think that the 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 I've in living in Brisbane and also just travelling the world through through dance experiences mm. rather than just on my own as a human has led me to live in a little bubble of wonderful art people um, all whom I like and who think cool and great things and inspire me. And then there's these other people and they like they're also rad and like know how to grow chives in their garden and like can weed and make straight parts as opposed to curvy ones um which i did and i didn't do a great job of apparently um but i sometimes i don't know how to talk to them as well as i know how to talk to artists um so i'm i'm happy that i can challenge myself to be a better broader human here and I'm gonna I'm gonna climb mountains more regularly. Yeah. And I'm gonna go swimming more in the gorge. But it's cold. Yeah, it's freezing. Really, really cold. Um, but I think that's also good for you. Shock the body. Emotionally. Emotionally. Spiritually. spiritually artistically. And physically. Physically. Yeah. Mm, thanks, Kevin. You're welcome, Matt.